Hello, welcome to episode 129 of We Have Issues. I'm Anthony. And I am Judah Wildcard. You do look suspiciously like Judah Freelander. Um, Hello, everyone. I got <laughs> Judah Freelander of 30 Rock fame here. Uh, that is a perfect, uncanny Judah Freelander impression, and it takes no words. Like, I... <laughs> it's, I for those of you... For, I can't for, sound like him, so I'm just going to keep looking like him. For the audio-only uh, fans of We Have Issues like steven just deep faked himself into judah freelander the writer <laughs> actor and like he made oh, it happen. like you know like that like oh okay so hang on let me let me I get into a piece this. of gum <laughs> <laughs> no no actually wait let's talk about this for a second because i was on so i was on tiktok recently and someone posted a video and they were like this is bill look at this bill hater he's a shapeshifter he can change his face to look like tom cruise and it was sincere. Now, 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 the comments are like disgusting, terrible, conspiratorial, like Illuminati. The New World Order is taking over. The lizard people are here. It is a video that is a clear, obvious deep fake. Like it is one hundred percent. You know, we, we we were worried that deep fake was going to trick people, and they got tricked by the most obvious example of it not being real. Like, <laughs> but like the thing, like the funniest thing about it is they get like people can get tricked and like upset about a a video. That is on its surface saying, hey, look at this deep fake we made of Bill Hader <laughs> transforming into these people. We did this because it's a cool technology. Look what we can do with it. And people are like, he's a freaking lizard person. Like, what are you talking about? Knew already, it. Steven, we're already there. We're already we're like. And like, come on, let's be real. If Bill Hader, like, and don't get me wrong, Bill Hader is incredible and he's awesome and he's amazing. But if Bill Hader was one of the lizard people, don't you think he'd be a little higher up on the hierarchy of Hollywood totem pole? Like, yeah, I mean, like, absolutely. Like, he's just going to be content with being an awesome, amazing, incredible actor who's in awesome programming. But he's going to stop there he's, as a lizard person. Like, that's his role. He's I mean, a I rank C. Unless Steven, unless everyone but us are lizard people. And that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> like, like, because if, if they are so, if they're everywhere, if they do like get their, you know, like lizard, the, you know, like tendrils on different, the lizards don't have tendrils. That's not how bodies work. But like if they get their <laughs> the lizard, lizard people claws, do though. Yeah, that's right. If they get their lizard claws in like, you know, the heart of society on the pulse of society and are everywhere. Um, there are bound to be, uh, there's going to be a whole class of lizard people. We're basically going to recreate this, you know, society as we this. And it's, and then it's just like the two of us just like, oh, there's no way that, you know, you know, like Bill Hader would be there. And he's just like, I can't wait to get up the hot freaking time. I want to eat, I want to eat more raw meat or whatever. I only get chicken thighs at the moment. Don't get me wrong. It's my favorite cut of the chicken. However, it's just like, come on, come on, guys. Like, like. I, I know we're going to get there. I know my son is doomed as far as like the internet is concerned because like, okay, we're being, we're, nothing like, is going to be real by the time no, he's we're like, getting to that, we're getting to the point where people are like, Hey, um, you know, project, project blue beam is coming project. All oh, you, you see what happened with that, with the balloon they're testing us. Cause they're going to, they're going to fake an alien invasion. Can you imagine being an alien and coming down to earth and being like, 
let's bring them all of the technology and the <laughs> healing and everything away. Like, like all of this stuff that we've you know, like, you know, cultivated over a you know, millennia of evolving where we've lived and like, you know, the intergalactic space travel and all of this, like we can bend space time and show you that time is, you know, irrelevant. It, you know, goes in every direction forever and every moment is now. And you know, like all of a sudden, like, you know, but we shoot them down or just simply, <laughs> just simply, plug our ears and put on a tinfoil hat because we don't believe that they're real. You know, like we see them, we smell them, we can feel them, but we do, we were like, nah, that's the government. Like that's like, like that's the that's nice try boys, but you're going to have to try harder than that. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah, I want that project pink beam convincing me and my family. I just like, it's amazing. It's amazing that like we're getting to the point with technology. It's actually impressive that it's so good that we no longer trust our own eyes. You know, like, it's just like, like people. I mean, yeah, people it, it used to be like, you can't trust everything you read. Right. You can't, you know, you can't trust everything you hear. Believe half of what you see, but now you can't believe any of what you see because, like, <laughs> nothing is real. It doesn't matter. Steven, I have a confession to make. I've been Bill Hader since day one. <laughs> tattoo on my You just laugh. You, yeah, you just, I started a Bill Hader tattoo. <laughs> um, oh, so anyway, um, Steven and I, every week we get together, we do our best. <laughs> <laughs> So, but every week we do our best to overcome our various is issues and obstacles. We take all of our issues and you know what we do, Stephen? We paint a beautiful tunnel on the side of a rock. And in, 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 <laughs> in that painting, in the distance, is a picture of us smiling and successful. And our issues just run, <laughs> just face first, hoping, or just, just, just full steam just ahead. Wanted to wanting to destroy everything that we are. And just like, blah, just, just right into the, just right into the rock, Stephen. We, we, we. We wily coyote our issues. That's what we do. It's what we do every week. We do our best. <laughs> we destroy our issues and we do we get something done. Most recently, we've been working on a supernatural action horror comedy called Deathless. And Steven, first of all, it's been a rough couple of weeks for me with like, you know, health issues and such. Uh, I, I will say I, I really wanted to get I really wanted to get the Kickstarter uh, pre-launch this week. And I haven't done that yet. And I'm like, crap, I have to do this. We only have a few days. Like, I'm, no, what am I doing? But at the same it's time, coming. at the same time, I'm like, we've never really pre-launched more than a few days. Maybe we should try. Yeah, well, no. Maybe next time we'll try it. This time I'm going to do it like the next couple days. I'll, 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 launch, I'll do the pre-launch and see if anyone's interested. I just want to say really quick, like, I know some people benefit like hugely from that because you know it, it like you know kind of spreads it out people people get, get an idea of the project i also think that it kind of stresses people out and makes you think that more people are interested in the project than might be interested in the project because some people will just hit that pre-launch button and never think about the project again whereas Goodbye. like yeah whereas <laughs> you get like, one you get one chance oh i can't buy it yet peace exactly <laughs> and that's i'm that's my fear and like i don't think that's necessarily like it's not like a wholesale truth of um, you know, crowdfunding, but it is a stupid thing that I think about. Um, so like, I, I kind of like not extending that because I don't want people to forget about it. I want people, I want to launch it and be like, Hey, go, here's the link. And people go, oh, okay, I can click on this and I love you. And I'm like, that's what I need. And I can just buy, buy your, your book right now. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we've been working on this book. We're about to launch uh, issue two on Kickstarter. Steven, how, how'd you do this week? What do you want to do? I want to get to the point where I'm getting two pages done a week. So I keep, I think I keep setting myself up for failure by aiming for two, but I'm just not, like I said before, I'm just never going to stop making that my goal because yeah. I want it to be my goal That's to good, drive yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. But I got one whole page done 
And I don't know how much we're going to show of it, but um, it's pretty amazing. I'm going to show all. It looks pretty great. Top to bottom, just mm. just all the skin. It's all good. It is one of my favorite pages that you've worked on, dude. And like, usually I'm a big, um, even though I hate backgrounds, I try to do as many as possible because um, gradients can get kind of like, I don't know. Character art can get kind of lost in the gradients, like sometimes, like I, in the opposite way. But um, I felt like since it's such, such a high action sequence, like it needed that like simplicity to kind of oh, showcase yeah. all the movement. So I mean to talk to you about that though, about that, about that gradient that you threw in there, Stephen. It's unacceptable, and you can go back. <laughs> Time we to need, draw some backgrounds. We need buildings. I know it's indoors, but we need buildings and we need fingers. We need feet. We need like three. <laughs> We just need random three-point pers- city perspectives behind them. Like, just- I need to- Steven, you know what really you would really tie this page together? Cars. You just draw cars. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I mean, I want like the, you know, like a Ferrari. I need, I need, you know, like I want the hubcaps super detailed. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so like I want, and I actually have an idea. I, mean, I was gonna run this by you. So obviously, um, Brian's right energy. There. Is- I'm the idea guy. You're the guy with the drawings. <laughs> I just I have one job here, and you're going to steal it from him. Of course. So, so I thought tonally it'd be cool. I don't, even though they're kind of conflicting colors, um, tonally because Brian's energy is kind of green and Deathless's energy is kind of red. Right. I thought like at the beginning of the page, the night, like the the gradients can be more green, and then okay. you can slowly see the red like kind of overtake the gradient until you know, the, the pop shot goes off and then just, I don't know. I thought that'd be pretty cool tone, but we'll see how it looks. Cause red and green look, could look very yeah. Christmassy is the problem. That's true. But um, So Steven, what I was thinking is what if we started the grid <laughs> with like, okay, well, you know how like deathless is mostly red and Brian's like, like has a green energy. Well, like, like, you know, I, I feel like if the gradients could somehow totally show that, like maybe there's like an evolution. that happened. <laughs> What the shit? I just said that. <laughs> Just Frank, Frank, and Dennis. You just Dennis. You just Dennis Reynolds. <laughs> no, no, I would never, Stephen. I love you. That's why I leave this all in. It is a bit. It is a bit, people. It's a joke. It is a bit, everybody. No, yeah, he would never do that. So anyway, I'm cutting all that shit out. That was my idea. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> no, and of course, dude. I love, like, I love stuff like that. I think this book is really good with that. I, I like. I, I don't know. I really love how the how the colors are making the book. You know, um, I really pop like for sure. You're, yeah, the, the colors oh. making the book pop, and it's really coming together. And it's kind of funny because like there is a difference um, b- between the colors when like on my tablet when I'm naturally coloring it, and then when I save the file and see it elsewhere, it's like mm-hmm. su- it's a subtle difference. But I actually really like it. So I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't like, there's just like, I think it has something to do with like the battery level and the amount of like brightness on my the brightness. Like, yeah. Which the brightness would make it so it's like less saturate or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like, I always like to desaturate my yes. images because I always feel like colors are too bright. So that's probably what it's naturally doing is desaturating it like a pinch, mm-hmm. which makes it look better. Yeah, dude. It looks, and it, I, I, I love it. Every time I save a picture, like a page, I'm just like, this looks so good. I love this. But no, it definitely has like the whole dungeon feel like that page you recently flouted. That looks so good. Oh, I'll show that here. So I did this. So I, I was I was successful this week. I, I colored everything I wanted to color. Um, I didn't finish the page four, but I'm I'm heavily into it, which is really what I wanted. You know, so I'm gonna I'm gonna work hard on that page uh this week. Although, dude, I have so much going on this week, it's gonna get crazy. Um <laughs> 
So, Stephen, let me give a quick update about this contest really quick, uh, just just because it's it's been on my mind. Absolutely, do it. I'm chewing some beef jerky anyway, so you can talk for a little bit. So, okay, everyone stare at Stephen while I talk. Like, I'm going to... I'm going to eat some beef jerky, everybody. He's, yeah, he <laughs> he's going to do an interpretive beef jerky dance as I'm talking to represent... As Judah Freelander. As Judah Freelander. <laughs> so, 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 okay. Um, recently, I was... I was informed about this Kevin Smith screenwriting competition and I was like, I only have a few days to do it. And I spent, you know, whatever time I could find in that the few days. And I wrote this script and I was just like, I'm really proud of it. I'm excited about, you know, for this thing. I can't, you know, I can't wait to see how this goes. I obviously need some work, but like, I'm going to, I'm going to submit it to this contest and see what happens anyway. It's Kevin Smith screenwriting contest uh, for $40,000. And I was just like, I don't think I'll win, but, why would I not try, you know? Um, so I submitted it. Steven, that was a freaking roller coaster. Like, it was insane. I went from, I went, like, I got up to, like, fifth place and sixth place. I was going back and forth. And then I kept jumping between, like, eighth place and sixth place just for a month. Like, just when the because... people would send their haters, basically. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so essentially what was happening was uh, it was... The, anyone who created an, an account could go on there and rate um, on a scale of one to ten and in like review it, you know. So unfortunately, uh, the, and it wasn't just me. I've learned since, which is some, that's something I wanted to say is so I went on the decentralized pictures uh, discord and I saw that several people had the same issue that I had where there were people going in there and just basically review bombing and just sabotaging, giving, yeah, sabotaging and giving the lowest possible score. And, and at first, like when the first couple of like lower scores came in, I was just like, just get, like starting to get discouraged. But overall, it's just like, you know what? Like, this is overwhelmingly positive. More people are really enjoying this. And really, I'm just, I'm proud that I finished it, you know, more than anything else. But dude, like, the last day of the contest, I was in sixth place, right? And someone came in the last day of voting and um, review bombed it and got it down, right? And it went down to, what was it, 11th place. Right? Oh my gosh. So yeah. And that's how, that's how important it is to show up for people just so you know. So just you know, like, if you're out there and you have a friend who's part of some contest that you think is stupid, just go, go help, go participate because like one person can make all the difference, right? Like good and bad. So like, if you're not making a positive difference, there's some jerk out there who will make a negative difference for their, you know, terrible friend um, regardless. But Steven, so the last day this happens, right? <sighs> And then they extended the voting, right? The, there was something that happened where they extended the reviews and a couple more, like a few more reviews were coming in and I got back up to ninth place. So oh, I was, I was in wonderful. and like, so like that, that last troll, like totally sunk me out of the top 10. And like, that was the last day, but, but they extended it and I got in the top 10 because of that. And I've received an email. Saying, I, I hope whoever that troll was backing got knocked out of the top 10 because I, I mean, I don't if they were even backing anyone or if they were just someone who showed up just to hate me, because apparently that's the thing, so like a very small group of people like to do. But you know what, Stephen? Mm -hmm. 
I freaking did it. I freaking did it. I stayed in the top 10 regardless, despite everything. Um, and I'm so happy about it. I'm so proud of the like the script and how it turned out and how, you know, how it's been received generally. So what I learned is that um, the top 10 are in consideration um, and, and they're going to be read by an impartial judge or judges uh, amazing from, like kevin smith's people so you actually get you actually at least get to be gauged yeah. against like someone that's gonna fairly read the top 10 script yes and i like you know what if i don't win no big deal i didn't expect to win anyway but it's really cool that, that you know just to, to know that someone's going to read that script uh, you know who isn't going to be a fellow writer who's out for my throat now for blood so <laughs> i will give i'll give an update whenever i find out about that um but it's just been it's really exciting i I don't know when it's going to be over they haven't given any further information they're still deliberating and such so but yeah i'll update it on that as soon as i know anything um, aside from that steven we have a couple questions from the internet Ooh, yeah we have a couple questions so here let me let me find them i have not i have we have not done this in a minute and like i miss it i miss talking to the people yeah so okay so we have a couple questions i i asked it fairly recently so we don't have a ridiculous amount of questions but the few that we have i mean are things i wanted to kind of get into anyway most importantly steven um queen anne is writing a book wants to know steven especially specifically mm. about you i'm sure this is it's aimed at you it's boxers briefs or mankini like for day-to-day -day wear yeah i'd say so mm-hmm Obviously, Mankini. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I prefer the boxer brief combination personally yeah. because yeah, yeah. I feel like it provides the security of underwear, but you still look cool if something happens. Uh, me too. If One something happens in my jeans, I'm not gonna, and you get caught in whitey tighties, there's just that's yeah. just not looking good. You can't recover. You from need the boxer emotional. brief combination. Yeah. You know, and the darker color briefs typically boxer briefs like dark I, grays, blacks patterns. I'll, I'll tell you, Stephen. So. Uh, my parents actually bought me boxers for Christmas and I was like, oh, I'll throw these in my underwear drawer and never wear them again. Like I'll never, I'll never, yeah. never see who I, what I need to know is I need to meet the men out there that like enjoy boxers because they are the no. most uncomfortable. It, it's yeah. like Steven. Okay. I was it's, recently. It's, so it's so, in the way. So, <laughs> so Steven. So recently I was like, you know what? I'm going to do all my laundry. I have all this dirty laundry. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. So I was like, okay, what am I? Oh, I have those, I have those boxers that I'll, I'll never wear that, you know, my parents got me. Let me grab a pair, put them on. Now I can just wash everything. Here we are. Ha ha. Like perfect, perfect situation. So I put these things on and I was like, oh, it's like a bathing suit with a window. You know, it's like, it's a bathing <laughs> yeah. suit. But there's this the button does window. nothing. The, the no, button does like, nothing. That flap like, does nothing. But, but, but stuff, stuff, stuff sneaking out. Oh, no, but here's, but those, the ones that my, my parents got me don't have a button. So it's just like this open door where it's like, hey, you want to see this? And like, I'm like, there's I don't no know. security. No, not at all. <laughs> not even a little bit. I can't walk around the house like that because it's just going to like, it opens up and it's just like, it says hello. And it's just like, it's this whole, it's, <laughs> it's like tremors, you know, <laughs> like, what are you going to do? It's like, blah, blah, you know? Um, so, but I, so I, 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 you know, I wore my pajama pants over them, but I will say, dude, uh, they are awful i do not i do not suggest like i would there's somehow a they somehow are a thong and like a skirt at the same time i don't really understand what they're doing down there but they don't provide anything no no it's it's terrible dude because it feels like i mean if it, it feels like you're wearing the most uncomfortable shorts 
oh, like under your your pants, which make your pants the most uncomfortable pants. <laughs> like there's... your pants, like what are you doing, buddy? Like I, yeah, we no, had I'm... we had we had the elements of what this thing's trying to do covered. Why is he yeah, trying to right. take our job? There is no. He's taking our job and not doing his job. This is this is this is madness. Is what this is. Yeah, and then like you know things, you know that little window, the door opens up, and then like the scrapage against the gene, and then the gene is like, that's not my fault. I was made this way. You're supposed to have more protect, you know. And no one's happy. No one's happy. I'm also with you though. But yeah, box like boxer briefs. Boxer briefs. Because in you know sixth grade, Stephen got caught wearing whitey tighties, and he never wore whitey tighties again. So (laughs) I don't, I don't remember the last time I did. Like I went like as soon as. Like I, as soon, like like you you remember you remember when you're like you're a kid and you're just like I'm gonna stand six feet away from my parents. I was like that's yeah. like 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 I just had that moment click where I was like I'm gonna stand six feet away from like you know tidy whitey is whitey tidies like like I don't <laughs> like I don't want like I don't I don't even remember why I was just like like maybe it was maybe it was like a Malcolm in the Middle like you see Hal wearing them and it's like ooh that's not a good look and that's I don't want that you know like I don't want to be that guy so champion. <laughs> So the Wesley asks, how how did Luke's lightsaber contain 45,000 degree heat without starting a massive force fire on Endor? Also a follow-up, barbecue Ewok, too gamey or good eating? Okay, so this is, I, I believe, because Wesley did jump, jump on my thread about how I was saying how Wolverine's adamantium claws can actually withstand heat of up to 55,000 to 75,000 uh, Fahrenheit. So that means Wolverine could block a lightsaber blow. But anyways, so lightsabers can run upwards to 45,000 degrees Fahrenheit. And yes, he he brings up a great question. Why wouldn't it just immediately ignite everything in the surrounding area? I mean... Unless you're a force wielder, right? The force, yeah. That I mean, it has, or maybe it, almost like a chemical reaction, like when it touches something, that's yeah. when it activates the intense heat in that specific that's, area. That's what I'd imagine. You know? I mean, you have to have some intention with a lightsaber, right? Like it can't just be. It's not just a volcano in your hand, right? Like it's, it, it's an elegant and the fact that. They're, Right, and then like I, I remember the yeah, like yeah, and it's it's a fictional object, obviously. I remember someone saying too that like there was like a um a Sith, Sith technique that where like you shut off lightsabers mid fight, like you can shut off like a like if your if your power in the force is greater, you can actually command their lightsaber off. I'm not sure if it has to do with flipping the switch or actually powering the like whatever forces. It's just pop off. The saber. <laughs> and then there's also a technique where like you turn off your own lightsaber. So like you're fighting and you turn it off and then like like um but anyways you just hold so, it yeah, against I, you. Oh no, I got me. I got me. Trouble. Why did I do this? Call the ambulance, but Call. not for me. Not for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, so yeah, like um, I do believe like what what we're saying is that either it's very much controlled by the Jedi and/or Sith that are wielding the weapon, or it, it it's like what you're saying, it has to have intent. Like it, the heat, like a 45,000 degree hit is when they're like pushing it into something or blocking a blade or like you know, something like that. So, I mean, but then Ewok. That's so interesting. Go ahead, continue. The oh, no, no, no. I was, I'm just thinking about the, the, like, the the science of lightsabers. I mean, it's so silly, but, like, it's true. But, like, it, it's, it's a light beam. I mean, how do they, 
not go through each other? How do they, you know, <laughs> like why, why does it act like a sword where it's my, really they're just fighting each other in their head. So they're, they're basically playing imagination too. When they swing their lightsabers. I mean, all comic book movies and star Wars esque movies, like all fantasy is basically just one of us in the bathtub going, <laughs> here we go ah oh oh now captain america's holding this oh he's holding thor's hammer like that's i mean that's what we're doing like like that's that was my whole childhood was like just being in the tub making what we are watching on tv now you know (laughs) just like playing game my my thread i was talking about how wolverine could block it and then abby was bringing it up like how like um Yes, Wolverine could block it, but what's the conductivity of heat yeah. with oh, adamantium? Because would his whole would his whole skeleton though like yeah. heat? Tra- think about how heat transfers oh, through wow. metal. If yeah. he's blocking and forty five thousand degrees is going through that whole skeleton, his entire he body would probably he would shut down. He would his yeah. blood would boil like he one block, and if he's holding that block for more than five seconds, it's over. I'm sure that in the huge ridiculous history of wolverine comics that exist out there that there's some precedent that explains um to what extent uh wolverine maintains consciousness you know like like where is where is the trigger there is it like it can he lose you know how deadpool like is he you know like can he have no skin and still be moving can he be like a very um harry housen you know skeleton and be like ah i got one left and just like fight as an adamantium skeleton i don't think so like he seems like he needs his brain or something you know like what is the thing you know but if no i guess like the heat would definitely boil his brain it all depends on how fast it transfers right like i mean if it it, like if it's like a pan like i imagine like when i heat up a cast iron skillet on the stove and i touch that handle that handle is hot when it's on high medium high right so Man, 45,000 degrees, that's going to transfer through that whole skeleton and that's going to like boil his blood immediately. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's doing. Um, oh, what about the Ewoks? So, Ewok, Ewok, I imagine because I've never had anything humanoid flavored, I imagine there would be game like, like, a, like, a, like, a, like a, I'm not supposed to eat this gamey flavor to yeah. Ewoks, right? That's what I mean. You I know, like, I mean, here's, here's the, here's the thing. What? If there was an Ewok farm where they've domesticated Ewoks and have basically raised them to taste a certain way, then I think Ewok meat would probably be pretty delicious because they look like they're a mammal. You know, they look like they have like a good fat to lean ratio going on. Mm-hmm. I bet their loin, their tenderloin is very delicious. Um, however, anything outside of what's farm raised is going to taste super gamey. And those Ewoks have been eating every berry, every twig they can find in that forest. And the the levels of bacteria and parasites that are probably in their bloodstreams. I mean, that meat is gonna. You probably have, it's probably like a wild boar. Where you have to bleed them immediately. Otherwise, that meat is just gonna not Fair. you know not taste very good at all. So farm raised Ewok, I think, would taste good. Sous vide it, maybe prepare with a little cracked pepper. Um, <laughs> I imagine. I imagine Iron Chef Bobby Flay would prepare it with a. <laughs> 
Can imagine, like, you ever watch the Iron Chef where they make uh, ice cream out of everything? They're like, oh, we need a uh, salmon ice cream. Like, why? Why are you doing that? Like, I would you... never eat salmon ice cream. I, I mean, I would I would try it. I would take like the smallest like, oh, God, OK, this is not as bad as I thought. I love this now. And I hate myself. You know, like, yeah, like, I, I, but like the thing is, like ice cream flavors are like that, though, where they, they it's like one flavor from the thing. Right. Like yeah. ice cream flavors don't like capture the essence no. of the thing. It's like, hey, you know, this part of blueberries. This is kind of what this blueberry ice cream kind of tastes no, like. So yeah. you know damn well salmon ice cream is just going to taste like the fishy smell of salmon. It's not yeah, going to taste like the awesome we're fatty. We're so weird with food, dude. I don't understand. Like, how do we settle, Stephen? How did someone go, okay, I'm making candy. Okay, what's this one? Banana. No. Okay, but keep trying. Let's try something else. What's this <laughs> one? Oh, it tastes like every medicine. Let's just call that cherry. Or we'll call that cherry. What's this one? Oh, I'm calling that grape. It doesn't taste like any grape. Not, not, not even a remote. single grape you've not ever a single tried. Grape. Like, like how many not grape a raisin, varieties are there? Not a... Millions. There are millions of grape varieties. Have you found one that tastes even remotely like that Pez that, that you're holding in your hand right now? I have not. I have not. I'm, I, I'm really bad at this. We were going to call it purple. Um, <laughs> however, people don't really like that. Although, you know, Blueberry Blue Blast over there, you know, Gatorade is doing great. So we're, we've considered, we've considered rebranding as purple, but... Uh, <laughs> It's so bad. You know, like grape, grape is horrible. And what? raspberry, I get it. Cherry already owns red, right? Red five. Yeah. Like that's why, yeah. you know, cherry is red. Why like raspberry blue though? Like I get no, it, but like it makes, but then like, they still get what's so funny is like i like i am a huge fan of like the the sour patch kids like blue raspberry ones i like blue mm. raspberry candies it is probably my favorite one of my favorite they even have to put the they have to put the blue on they have to put that it's there. so like, funny it's blue but, raspberry blue raspberry so like so atlas like my, my son atlas is just like can we get some blue raspberries i love blue raspberries like they don't freaking exist my son i was like it's not a thing i could take some blue dye and some raspberries and hope for the best you know like i'm i'm a scientist now this is chemistry my the son. best we're gonna get is purple which is gonna taste like that grape <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what is what is this grape candy well it's purple raspberry everybody knows that you never eat it never put it near your face <laughs> like it was the worst get um, that purple raspberry out of face. <laughs> that was that was the best nacho libre moment right oh it was Get that so, cone out of my face. Get that cone out of my face. Okay, so the last question we have is from Tanya, who has been super supportive and awesome. And we have so many friends like that, Stephen. Just like, I'm so thankful to have all these. There's so many amazing people. So many cool people who show up week after week. And thank you. If you're watching right now, thank you. Thank you for showing up and being here for us. Um, But she wants to know, what does the future hold, Stephen? So, <clears throat> smash cut. 2033. <laughs> <laughs> man if this artwork and writing combo doesn't eventually get us somewhere like i don't i don't really know i mean the only thing that i don't really know like because i feel like both of us just continue to get better at what we do yeah um so one would hope that deathless will be completed at some point and be a hardcover trade paperback which is gonna be so awesome That's i can't wait for that okay um but I think like like even with Anthony's been working on with the script, like the end goal comics, like I love drawing comics are the medium that we can tell big stories with because it's aside from our time, there's no budget. 
you know, aside from our time, there's no budget. So we can draw as fantastical, as incredible, as crazy concepts as we want to and convey a story. And I think like the hope would be either that we're making movies at some point, you know, like shows, programming. As far as, you know, what the future holds, I feel like, like you're totally right. I think that we keep progressing to the point that like we're at some point going to be like, unignorable you know like we're we're like you it's like undeniable that we have created this thing and we're you know we're we're facilitating this growth through every week you know every step we take with this we're constantly progressing we're constantly moving forward um and really what's happening is we're amassing this collection of supplemental income you know and over time we're hoping that through the podcast through the you know patreon through the you know various you know the website and the you know various amazon the you know the the different avenues of you know bringing in income we're hoping that it starts to slowly you know bubble up and snowball so then the books are kind of replacing more and more of our income so then we have more and more time to make more books and more projects and more things so what the immediate future holds is we're gonna freaking finish uh deathless issue two we're going to i mean we're hoping for the best with this contest but i don't expect to win what i really expect to do what i really expect to do is have a table read with steven and diana and sean and you know um dan and like just we're gonna read this script and we're gonna have fun and then i'm gonna rewrite it and i'm gonna tighten it up and make it funnier and then I'm going to create a budget for it. I'm going to do as much of the the pre-production stuff. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with storyboards and all of that stuff beforehand. Then I'm gonna launch a Kickstarter for the movie, and then we're gonna shoot a short film. You know, we're going to. I mean, we'll cast it. We'll we'll figure out who we need to actually be in it. We'll do all the pre-production stuff, but we'll we'll run a Kickstarter. Um, and then I'm hoping that would be successful, and then we make a movie we would shop it around to different, uh, you know, like conventions and different like film festivals and that kind of thing. And meanwhile, we're, I write issue three of Deathless and we keep moving mm-hmm. forward and we're, you know, and then while I'm coloring and flatting and, you know, and, or, you know, flattering and lettering and all that stuff. So it's just like, it's a constant progression. We're moving forward, you know, like I'm, it, it's like all, you know, all ro- roads lead to the same place where everything we're doing is in some manner, le- you know, leading us up that staircase and Stephen and I are going together no matter what, you know, that's, yeah. that's, I mean, that's as far as I'm concerned, like I'm trying my best to do everything I can to get eyes on us and get people, you know, interested in what we're doing. And it's not always easy, you know, like you know, we, we kind of, we have this weird little niche thing like you're watching right now that not a lot of people are watching to be fair, you know, like it's, it's fine, but like, I'm, Dude, I'm so happy just to be doing it. And that's that's what it's always been. It's always been about like you and I just getting together and actually making comics and actually making things together. And that's what we're doing. It's really cool, you know? It's I I'm proud of us. I think Dude, and like there's really there's really nothing that can go wrong, honestly, because um in my opinion, like we're still we're still pushing it and we're still doing the things that we want to do regardless. So like <laughs> smash cut war of the frogs. Where did these frog people come from? The balloons <laughs> were spaceships all along. Really? They were tadpoles. <laughs> tadpoles in the Raining sky. tadpoles. <laughs> it's, but, um, Bill Hader is the king of tadpoles. <laughs> he's not a lizard person. He's an amphibian person. An amphibian. No. It was just, there's one commenter who was just 100% right. Just, 
just totally nailed it. Um, anyway. I was all on King Frog taking over. <laughs> but no, like, okay, so at the end of the day, like, we have this whole thing that kind of catalogs. Like, this this podcast is all, you know, of course we want this th- the podcast to have more viewers and more people, like, kind of following our story and stuff like that. But, like, at the end of the day, it's really just something that keeps us both accountable. Most, I mean a lot me but like it keeps both of us accountable and we have like this thing to report to that's kind of like a public testament to what we're trying to accomplish what we're trying to go for and like that's kind of like the motivation sometimes you need to like progress and do because like some of these things like when anthony's flatting or when i'm drawing like some of those pages can take upwards to 10 or 11 hours of drawing so like i'm just sitting there drawing like for hours (laughs) and like Oh, it's it, it it's just it gets to be exhausting. Like the minutia of it. It's like when you're drawing, like you're going on a, a road trip and you're driving and you know you're like excited to get to where you're going, but it's like late at night. You can't even enjoy the scenery. You just have this one thing that you can do. It's just moving forward and staring by. And it's kind of like mesmerizing, but also it's exhausting and you're falling asleep, but you can't fall asleep because then you're gonna crash and never get the thing done. You know, so it's just like you have to just keep moving and it's just it really is. It, it can get to be so tedious. And that's why I like I started watching more movies and like or like, you know, like half listening to movies and like, you know, listening to more mm-hmm. audiobooks. I'm trying to like multitask while I'm doing it. And I'm, I'm finding little joys. And, I'm, and I, I do love the finished product. But yeah, man, it can be it can be daunting. It's gr- and if you like actually like didn't have anything to keep you accountable, didn't have anything yeah. to like pr- like any sort of because like basically what this is creating is like a tangible or like a visible like goal. Like it's like it's like showing you the progress as it's happening. So it is kind of rewarding in and of itself. Yeah. And then like, um, and it lets other people in, you know, like maybe like it will reveal to others that are working on things that like, you know, you are doing the right thing. It really is daunting. And like yeah. these things do get, you know, they're difficult, especially depending on what, how old you are and like where you're at in your life. Like these things are hard to juggle, but these guys are doing it. And like, they're, they're sharing like how they're squeezing their times in and how they're doing their thing. So like, we hope that those are some of the people we're reaching too, because like I mean, it there has are plenty. Been, thankfully, like I like people have reached out and said like I'm so glad you guys do this and it's so relatable and it's you know like I those things mean so much you know like some I posted a silly video recently where it was just like kind of rambling about you know like how I like just feeling insecure about certain things and not wanting to be defined in certain ways not knowing how to you know like, communicate and that sort of thing and it's like. It's so hard sometimes to communicate these things that we are, you know, just openly in public. Cause you, I mean, we're, like we're, we're just normal people trying to do something like extraordinary, you know, like we're trying to make things like we're trying to make our freaking dreams come true. And I know so are all of you. So is everyone, you know, like we're all trying this and like all we know how to do is take those steps together. And like, we need this podcast because both of us will sit there and play video games forever. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Dude, I saw. I saw. T- I, I. I wanted to just like say it. Like, I've owned a PlayStation Five for almost almost two years now, almost a year and a half, and I seriously have clocked. I'm not even joking. Like, f- maybe five or ten hours of playtime yeah. on that because I'm just. I know between work, family, and then like when I do have free time, it's focusing on things that matter. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. 
No, that's one of I'm, these days I'll reward myself with a PlayStation Five day, but and that's that's the thing. I'm I I'm in the same place actually right now. Like that's um so like that I started talking about having movie nights again, where I was like, you know what? Every other Thursday I'm gonna start. You know, when Atlas goes with his mom, every other Thursday I'm gonna watch like silly bad movies and like post a link in a certain you know specific like social media account. Like have friends watch it with me and like make bad jokes and do like a mystery science theater like fun thing every every other week because I was like I need to start doing something that's just for fun you know that's not because like i get i get in my head where i'm like everything needs to like you know work toward this goal of you know like not having a bad job anymore you know like everything needs to you know work because i i think that's that's part of um part of our goal is i mean it's, it's like it's really hard in this world you know like in this society to like to to just make a career as a writer or just make a career as an artist or just make you know so it's like we're trying our best you know like we, we use this this format as a, a stepping stone or like you know as as our um, soapbox to get our voices out there so people can learn about our books it, it becomes like an advertisement for us in general and not just our books so if you're not interested in play it again like if you don't want to read about a super like a semi-autobiographical time travel graphic novel musical you still want to like maybe you still want to learn about these two goobers who have kids and are trying their best still and work you know go to work and do their day jobs and deal with their life issues and like maybe that's meaningful enough to you to want to support us. You know, it's like, so we're, we're trying to put ourselves out there. So maybe other people who relate to us can, can, I don't know, learn from our mistakes, uh, learn from our little, you know, like our small victories that we have and, you know, just celebrate with us, feel connected in some way because we're all going through this ridiculousness together. But it's just like, we're trying to sell ourselves as much as we are the book because everything is kind of interconnected so it's just it, it gets to be weird you know it, it's it's like a funny thing that we're doing because a lot of the time we have this podcast and we don't necessarily always talk about the comic book and some people don't love that and some people love the hell out of that so i'm just like, <laughs> so i don't know all we can do is just keep you know doing what we're doing right just keep swimming right yeah so all right dude speaking of that so what's next um so I actually thought I was on page four, but that was page five. I did so page moving, moving right along to page six. There's going to be a pretty awesome sequence in the next few pages. That's going to happen. So I get to draw a bunch of fun, cool little things. Um, but yeah, so page six for sure. And I'm aiming for page seven as well. That's my goal. Every week is two pages. So yeah, that's what I'm set. That's what I'm, that's what I'm staging. Um, I'm going to completely finish page four and start page five. I don't expect to get it finished because we're also changing up our recording schedule. We have to do a don't make it weird. Oh yeah. There's no way I'm getting two pages done before yeah. Friday. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> but thank you all for listening. Thank you for watching. If you're only listening on one of the various podcasting apps, thank you. Uh, if you have a chance, please head over to youtube.com slash we have issues podcast and hit the subscribe button. It really does mean a lot to us uh sometimes i add like silly stuff and we add, you know have like we do show pictures from our comic books and stuff so it's it's, it, it, it's worth it to watch sometimes but i totally understand if you're only out there listening in any case if you want to buy any of our books that are available if, you know played again our first book or deathless where we actually have to order more of our uh Oscar yeah let me know too um so go to we have issues podcast.com and you can order any of that stuff, including stickers. Steven, we have to get more merch. We have to get some shirts and stuff up there. Like we do have places where you can buy shirts, but I want them to be like coming from us and like really special. And you know, yeah, we need to get a cricket machine or something. Yeah. I'm going to do, I think I'm going to do that. I it, like, it would make sense. And it's just like, we're, we're at the point where 
we we might as well be producing our own cool you know our own merch and stuff but you can find us on twitter all of our links are below but thank you thank you for joining us thank you for being part of you know this weird silly thing that we're doing let us know how we can support you let us know if you have any books coming out or any you know if you have any questions for us or if you know you have any advice if you have any ideas for our upcoming kickstarter let us know but thank you so much i'm anthony and i am stevie wildcard and this is i mean what happened to judah friedlander though like i miss him already I'm not going to take my hat off because my hair is not brushed. I was going to like, he's gone. But I'm like, no, no, he's, he's, he's here. He's <laughs> here. <laughs> I don't know, Liz. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can't do his voice at all, but I can. I'm pretty sure you're nailing <laughs> it. But this has <laughs> been, we have issues. Jerky. <laughs> <laughs> Au revoir. All right, dude. I didn't, even are... eat, I didn't even eat dinner, dude. I've been like, that really? page took so much time, man. Like, I've been like, ev- I'm eating beef jerky right now just because I'm like trying to like get some protein in. Yeah. But um, I literally worked it because I mean, I mean, I've been working on it on the weekend and stuff too. And I was like, oh, I have two panels left, two, maybe three panels left. Yeah. I can do that. I can get that done before the podcast and have a page to show. Nice. Um, Anthony, anyway, not the podcast because you guys don't get to see it anymore. Well, maybe you guys get to see. It. Maybe that's the. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we can like 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 I was saying before. Like, I can try to just do like little panels or something. Like, maybe I'll do like mm-hmm. little or like flashes, and they can pause it if they're really you know if they really want to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't know. But I got it done, but I got it freaking done. So oh. that was cool. It looks so. Good. I just got to do. We'll yeah, it's pretty sick. So that first panel, though. Yeah. Um. I drew that first, obviously. And then um, as I was going down, initially I had him like kind of blocking with the bone and the sword was underneath it. Yes. Like kind of blocking down. But then I'm like, it makes, well, how's yeah. he going to push the bone up yes. to, his, to his helmet? And so I changed it and ended up making the sword look more epic. I had like the bone cracking and stuff. Yeah, like, and the looks, sword's getting stuck looks, in the bone. Oh, yeah. So, looks- yeah, I'm, exci- I'm excited, dude. It's, it's, this is going to be a crazy issue because like every page just keeps getting one up. So, just keep that pattern going. Oh yeah, dude. Seriously, it really is looking so good. I mean, I'll we'll say more about it in the, during the podcast. But holy crap! Um, is there anything that you totally want to talk about? <clears throat> I swear, it's so funny. It's like every time you ask that question, it's like my mind just wipes completely. Um, I have this beef jerky. It's pretty good. I have this. I have this. It's it's zero sugar. Okay. Tillamook, not a sponsor. Um, not a sponsor yet. I like their cheese, be. so it could be a sponsor. Like, get us that yeah. sweet cheese and jerk, like jerky stuff. Give us some jerky cheese. Jerk <laughs> us for our cheese. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I'll take any sponsor, really. Like, let's be honest here. I will take, like, the worst. Like, oh, what was that? There's a there's a huge oil spill. Oh, there's a terrible, like, tragedy. This thing, uh, the Ezra Miller Foundation Ezra probably Miller. sponsors. <laughs> just, just, like, the worst possible sponsor. Here we are. Oh, no, no. We're, we're all about that Flash movie. Um, It does look fun. I saw people. It does look fun. I actually unfollowed someone recently, <laughs> Steven. Oh, yeah. How petty. Like, I, it's not petty. Now, here's the thing. I'm trying I'm trying to cultivate here. Like, I'm curating 
my You're cultivating my, mass. I am like, but like I'm curating my social media feed. Like I don't want to see it. And I'm sick of like muting people and having like that affectation. Like I don't want to pretend that I'm still like, oh yeah, I'm friends with you. You're muted. I'm never going to see any of your stuff. Like I'm just unfollowing people and stuff. You know, like if, if, if people post a certain level of thing or a certain like, you know, genre of tweet or whatever i'm just gonna unfollow i just not interested i'm not gonna engage just unfollow um but this person was just like like i don't get the the love for uh you know the michael keaton batman and this is and like just complete like angry about it and i was just like come on man some people like it's okay it's okay if you don't like it just just keep moving like it's like there's so much about this movie about the new flash movie not to like or like you know just who cares like you can dismiss it easily but like you're hating on the Keaton Batman. Like, come on. Like, what are you doing? In what my you- opinion, I don't think there is a Batman you could actually form that. And like, let's be no. real. There haven't been the greatest Batman no. movies, but I don't think any of the men that have played Batman can be like, would even be warranted that if Clooney came back as Batman, I don't think that tweet would be warranted. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get the love for Clooney. Like, none of it would make sense. Like, no, Michael I mean, Keaton, I- like. I mean, it's an opinion. I get it. It's your opinion. You don't care for Keaton. Right. But you have to kind of pick up the vibes of pop culture and how majority of people like, aside from like Heath Ledger's performance in the dark Knight, um, like those movies, like the Burton Batmans are put on a pretty tall pedestal. You know, like, I mean, I mean, I like, I have Batman returns just seared into my brain. Like that movie and all of its tones are that Keaton Batman to me. You know, like the first movie yeah. is mostly a Joker movie as far as I'm concerned. It's, you know, like there, there are some like, you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. And it's like silly over the top and crazy and like fun, like King of the Wicker people. Like there are a lot of like little funny one-liners that like pop in my brain, probably because of Mike too. Like we used to just quote that mm-hmm. movie back and forth. But, um, but like, Dude, but Batman Returns is just like, mwah, like it's gorgeous. It's amazing. Dude, like it totally... is perfect. Like nineties goth dark. Uh, yeah. Dude, like movies just aren't made that way anymore. Like that movie, oh. that movie created the nineties, basically, in my opinion. Like it just like, well, I mean, I... those over top action sequences and like set props and like. I don't know. There's just so many cool things in that movie. Yes, there's so much to love about it. And like, you know, you can hate on like, oh, he can't move his neck. But it's like they made fun of that in the later Batman movies. It's already been a thing. Like we, how about this? How about we appreciate the fact that he was able to do everything he was able to do, despite the fact that his suit didn't have the articulation that it should have had. You know what I mean? Like, like, come on. How are we hating on something because it isn't the most evolved version of the thing? Like, no, we needed that as a stepping stone, like visually to get to where we could be visually later. You know, like, it's just come on. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it, it wasn't garbage, you know, like just to hate so much and be like, ah, blah, blah. like, as, especially when there are so many other things about this new Flash movie where it's like, oh, yeah, who cares about that? You know, like this, like, this is the thing you're focusing on is Keaton returning. Like, yes, that's that's your yes. that's your beef with a with a Flash. So. Oh, it's 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 crazy, dude. Um, Yeah. So. All right. We should probably get started. <laughs> I'm like for a second. I forgot we weren't in the podcast. What? I don't know. Like, I need to I need to look. I'm sure that I mean, hang on. How do I start the sentence?